0: Nourish your inner power with alcohol-free, organic sparkling teas and botanicals made with ethically sourced, regeneratively-grown ingredients. That's right, DrinkSarilla.com. That's drink, S-A-R-I-L-L-A dot And you can check out their variety of flavors, from sparkling organic green hibiscus tea, to sparkling organic white ginger tea, they have sparkling organic apple black tea, sparkling organic lemon black tea, tossy lime, sparkling botanical, and rhubarb vanilla, sparkling botanical as well. That's six different flavors to serve. Or you can check them out online and get the Cirilla Starter Pack sampler gift. DrinkCirrilla.com. Try it today. Welcome to the Bullish Picks Podcast. All information herein is for information purposes only. Nothing heard on this podcast is considered financial advice. Bullish Picks cannot and does not assess, verify, or guarantee the adequacy, accuracy, or completeness of any information heard on this show. The hero bears responsibility for her or his own investment research and decisions. Great day, family. You are tapped into the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 grand, Ken Blanks Harrell, right here. Streaming on your favorite podcast and platform where we give you everything you need from Main Street to Wall Street so that you can navigate these choppy waters. You've got stock market questions. I've got stock market answers. Tap in. Catch me on IG at Ask Blanks. What's going on? What's going on? We're here. We're back on the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 Grand Cam Blanks, Harrell. And we are in an ongoing series talking about sports stocks. Sports stocks, and this is a people's choice topic taken from uh, one of our loyal listeners. So, you, if you do have an idea and want me to cover any specific sector or industry or topic, please don't hesitate to submit your ideas um, because we're with that. We will uh, take you up on that. And so, in this case, we are covering sports stocks, and I have four more for you today. We're going to jump right in and take it and give it to you. Uh, so, today we're going to start off with Callaway. Golf, Callaway Golf Exchange uh, is on the New York Stock Exchange, and their ticker symbol is ELY. ELY. They have a market capitalization of four billion dollars. So it says here, Callaway Golf, like sporting goods retailers, golf businesses also experienced a boom during the pandemic, since the sport is played outside and lends itself to social distancing. The increased interest in golf was key for Callaway since about half of its sales are from golf clubs. In October 2020, Callaway announced plans to acquire Top Golf, which combines restaurant service with virtual golfing. The acquisition finalized in the first quarter of 2021 and adds a unique revenue stream that can help create brand loyalty to Callaway products. Top golf also introduces more people to the game, increasing adoption and driving sales of golf equipment and related products. Despite the increasing interest in recreational golf during the pandemic, Callaway's 2020 revenue declined by 7 percent, due in part to sluggish sales in international markets. In 2021, the company was off to a strong start with revenue up 80 percent. Through the first three quarters of the year, primarily because of the impact of Top Golf. So, what we're going to do for you today is we're going to uh, go on ahead and look under the hood on this one, just because I'm curious since that acquisition went down a year ago with Top Golf, uh, what impact has it driven to the bottom line? So, I'm just being curious if that's okay. So we're going to go into Yahoo Finance. We're going to type in E L Y. And that's for the Callaway Golf Company. At the time of this recording trading at $21.91 a share, which is uh, in the nor- nor- near the lower range of their 52-week range. They have a low of 1778 and a high of 3222. So still 10 points away from their 52 week ceiling. Um, they have a PE ratio. Oh my goodness, PE ratio out of control. 438 P.E. ratio, 438. You know, I like to see between 10 and 30. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. This means that this stock is severely overpriced from a revenue, uh, excuse me, from an earnings perspective. Now, this could be a growth story. So typically, you're going to see higher P.E. ratios, especially high double digits and even triple digits with growth Companies, value plays, value companies don't have high P.E. ratios. Most value plays have P.E. ratios, um 50 or less. I like 10 to 30 is my range, but this has four hundred and thirty eight. So for every dollar that for every dollar that the Callaway Golf Company earns, you're paying, you're willing to pay four hundred and thirty eight times, you know, for every every dollar they make. So they don't even earn a whole dollar if if you're paying twenty two dollars for the earnings. So this is interesting. Market capitalization four billion dollars. Earnings date earnings are coming out the first week. uh, No second week of November, and the one year target is thirty five. So the one year target is actually higher than their fifty two week range, which makes me want to go look at the chart and see where they were over the last five years. So I do see in the last five years they've been as high. It's 3775. And that occurred uh looks like around May of last year. 3775 is a high. And then the lower, the lowest they've ever been is uh God, wow, it got down to as low as four dollars and seventy-five cent when the pandemic hit, four seventy-five. So some people who got and bought in then have already uh quadrupled up on their investment, are literally up five hundred percent. And could have got out even higher if they rolled it to the 30, to the $37. So, wow. Never know where, where the bulls may be running, and you may have some opportunity. All right. So we're going to keep going, and we're going to go down to the sector, consumer cyclical, industry, leisure, full-time employees, 24,800 full-time employees. So we already know all the stuff they got going on. And they sell a variety of different accessories and apparel and all kind of stuff, equipment for the game of golf. It says 120 countries. is in 120 countries. And the company is incorporated in 1982 and headquartered in Carlsbad, California. So we're going to, now that we walked around the vehicle, we're going to take a look under the hood of the Callaway Golf Company, ticker symbol E-L-Y. And it says here, gross profit margin four percent, operating margin uh, just shy of seven percent, two percent to the good on return on assets, four percent to the good on return on equity. So their revenue for the uh, trailing twelve months is uh, three and three quarter billion dollars, which is revenue growth year over year quarterly of twenty two percent to the good. EBITDA is four and a half four hundred and fifty four million dollars of earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Uh, represented quarterly earnings growth year over year of uh, just shy of 15% that they're growing year over year from a bottom line perspective. So, so far, so good. We looked at six key ratios. They all check out. All of them are single digits, but they're all positive. There's no negative numbers. For the first four, they're all in single digits. And the growth is double digits on the revenue and on the earnings side of things. So, that's encouraging as well. So, of the six key ratios we see, Four are single digits, two are double digits, none are negative. Balance sheet, total cash for the most recent quarter, $179 million in their in the bank account, relative to total debt for the most recent quarter, $3.37 billion. That is a crap load of debt relative to the amount of cash that they have. But I'm sure that when you look at the double digit growth on the top line and bottom line, that over time, right? To me, this would be a longer play. They got a lot of debt that they need to knock out um, over time. And I'm sure that debt, though, here's the thing, is not, it's not just, oh my goodness, I see a lot of debt on their on their books. We don't know how much of that debt was them borrowing money to purchase Top Golf. For all we know, that brand could have been worth $2 billion. So at least we got to go do research and see. How much did they pay for Top Golf, right? Because you might find out that that's two of the three billion was in that acquisition, which means that's good debt. They bought something because this is Wall Street. We're talking about nobody's going to buy a company for billions of dollars for two billion, unless they think it's worth 10, 20 billion. So that's an investment. That's not like they just owe bad, just bad debt. So um, I I think that that's something I'm gonna put on my watch list. I want to do a little bit more homework. I want to find out. The answer to that actual question: How much of the debt that they're in is attributed to the Top Golf acquisition? I'm not going to do that right now. I'm going to leave you with that question, and you guys come back to me with that answer. And that answer will help be a clue to seeing if if we should be scared of their cash to debt position, or is that just a part of the game for purchasing that company of Top Golf, so and, and expanding. What we're going to do is we're going to take a pause for the calls, go pay a couple of these bills, give a shout out, show some love to our, some of our sponsors. And we'll be right back with more on the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 grand, Ken Blanc Today's episode is brought to you by CRC Financial. The great people over at CRC Financial. Call them today and ask for a complimentary review of your current insurance, 401k or annuity at 313-268-7205. That's 313-268-7205. Ask for Carla Wilson over at CRC Financial. Or for more information, visit crcfinancialllc.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the Pre Market Movers. Check us out at thepremarketmovers.com. We are your number one source for everything Wall Street related, broadcasting to you live on social audio platforms worldwide. You can catch us on Clubhouse as well as Twitter Spaces. Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays 7 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check us out online at ThePremarketMovers.com. That's ThePremarketMovers.com. We're going to keep it moving and go to the next ticker on our list of companies, these sports-related companies, to see if there's some opportunities out here worthy of your watch list or your wish list. All right, so next up, next up, we're going to go ahead and go right into it, and that is DraftKings. We're going to talk about DraftKings, ticker symbol DKNG, DKNG, all right? This is a company who I invested in personally about a year ago. I got in at the totally wrong time. I thought DraftKings was the future I thought that um with the Super Bowl, Tom Brady, all, all the hoop rod, uh, the March madness, the bracket, I just thought it was going to just go. I thought it was going to run. I saw them spend a lot of money advertising. I was seeing even in, in, in my home uh, town of Detroit, Michigan, I was seeing billboards with DraftKings and uh, you know just all kinds of v, you know buses wrapped DraftKings all kinds of also, we're seeing a lot of that Bet MGM and that FanDuel and the Caesars. And it, to me, it started becoming a real weird space, very competitive space. And I mean, I got in at $55 a share and I got out at about $40 a share. Like, I literally lost 15 points. I said, I lost 30% of my money. I said, it's enough bleeding, enough is enough. And sure enough, right now, it is $17.89 a share. Do you know I got in at $55? a share it is 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 all time high It's 74.38 so probably when i got in i was like ooh it's going to go back to <laughs> you know what I'm saying? and people do that well, it's going to go back to this is going you don't know if it's going to go back to nothing you know it may it might go to zero and had i stayed if I had i not pulled my parachute at 40 i could be sitting here looking super crazy at basically 18 bucks a share it has a 52 week range the lowest has been has been $9.77. It hit nine seventy-seven dollars within the last few months. This was probably like, I mean, it was $9 and change within the last 12 months, like super recently. Currently price is $1,789. The high is $64.58 for the last 52 weeks. So what that does is that represents, first of all, they don't have a P.E. ratio, so that means DraftKing is not profitable. So companies that don't have P.E. ratios, it's got to be a growth story. It's not a it's not a blue chip. It's not a value play because a company don't earn money is not considered valuable, right? So you want to make sure, you you know, I like to start us with companies that are, are profitable. Here's the thing. They don't earn any money, and I invested $55 a share into a company a year ago. They don't earn no money, and now it's $18. So all I could do if if, if I choose to re-enter it, it, re-enter this, and maybe based on our evaluation, because I'm definitely gonna look under the hood at draft, can see what they got going on now. I'm gonna keep it keep it brief, but you know I want to see what they bring to the table because it may be a rebound play, right? The the further away from COVID we get or whatever, I know we got the monkeypox thing kind of coming out. I, I don't know it was you know this world is world's crazy right now, but at some point we think long term, right? When we're 10 years removed from this stuff. Cruise ships will be cruising again. You know, a lot of people have been asking me, Ken, can we get a one on one session with you? Absolutely. Not only can you get a one on one session, you can even do private group sessions. Give us a call, 313 744 3489. Private stock market workshops, webinars, one-on-one sessions, private group sessions, speaking and giving workshops, whatever you need. We have, we cover savings, banking, investing, real estate, credit, lending, taxes, insurance, and more. Give us a call. Bullish Institute, 313-744-3489. That's 313-744-3489. There'll be more electric vehicles on the road, more self-driving vehicles, more drones in the sky. There are going to be more solar panels on more homes, more geothermal, more wind, more hydrogen fuel sales and use. We're going to go to a cleaner, leaner, meaner, greener world. All right. And people are going are into these devices, their phones, their tablets, and they thumbing it up. People got apps. They got accounts. People are into investing and they're into gambling because of similar euphoria. Can I put some money in the, the, the phone or in the cloud? And can I make can I make some money back in a quick profit? And that's how people, the retail investors mindset has been towards Wall Street, stock options, cryptocurrencies, NFTs. Right. Every, everything was on fire a minute ago. Uh, SPACs. You don't hear about SPACs no more. You don't hear about NFTs no more. But when they were buzzing, they were really buzzing. So people just be trying to hop the wave. And this sports betting is I think it's a way that but I think it's more sustainable because gambling has been around for ages. I mean thousands of years. Gambling has been around forever. So um they just made it easier to access and more user-friendly, and they've increased the uh payouts, but they've probably also reduced the odds <laughs> of you being successful. Cause that would just be a wise business model, now wouldn't it? And and strategically letting you win, but maybe they let you win when you bet bet little, and and you start getting confident. When you bet big, you lose. So you are always operating at a net loss. But they still give you a couple wins here and there psychologically. So you get the endorphins in your mind. You know, you get that euphoria and rush, and think you can beat the system, and think you can hit the lick. And that and that people take that. That's a, that's that's how they get you a casino. That's how they get people and newbies in the stock market. So we're not out here trying to gamble, even though we're analyzing a company that specializes in gambling. We want you to gamble with your money. But part of me felt that way psychologically. I'm like, I deserve to lose that 30%. Why would I invest my money in a company that is not profitable and their, their model is based on gambling? And gambling is designed to take your money. <laughs> what did DraftKings do? It took my money and I was, I've never even used the app before. I've never even bet on a sports ever in my life. Through any platform. i have never bet on sports. One of my buddies made like three, four thousand dollars and showed me he made it. But it was so funny. I said, Well, who app did you use? And this was when I owned DraftKings stock. He's like, Oh, well, I use FanDuel. I'm like, ah. I had about 10 people started doing light surveys. Everybody was like, FanDuel, FanDuel. I'm like, oh my goodness. The streets use FanDuel. People not <laughs> using the DraftKings. I was like, man. And I should have listened then, and because DraftKings might have been $45 to share then. I lost 10% of the, of the, of the play and start asking people, who do you use? but the point of that is my man showed me making some money. And then I wound up putting $300 in the FanDuel account myself, even though I own DraftKings and I never, but I never bet the money's still sitting there. I just, I'm not a gambler, but I was just like, I was about to be because my man was betting on like basketball or something like that and talking about parlays and all this stuff work. It seemed interesting, but I I didn't follow up or follow through because in my core. I'm not a gambler. I've been at casinos before. I pulled some slots, some penny slots here and there. Um, a couple of times I thought I was a high roller and put the $25, I mean the 25 cent slots, but I've never sat at a table in my life. Not a blackjack, a roulette, a coker or nothing. But I was afraid that I'll get to the table and mess around and like it or something and then create an addiction and I'm hanging out at the casinos. And that's always one of my fears. I know people come to me and they crying and lost their rent money, they car note, all kind of silly stuff, gambling. So I, there's a adverse flip. Sometimes I overthink it, but I do think about the companies I invest in, what do what type of product or service and activity and behavior do they promote or encourage? And At the end of the day, I don't really like the gambling euphoria person. I think it's, I've seen it destroy more lives than people just having self-control and just going having fun once in a while. Um, because if you're a gambling investor, you want more people gambling and doing more of it. And you know, that it's designed in the business model to take people's money, just take it from them and they just come and give it to you. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. And maybe that's because I got burnt on draft and lost 30%. Maybe if I made some money, I would have a different narrative. But anyway, I digress. It has on here, um, market cap, $8 billion. Earnings coming out the first week of November, and they have a one year target of twenty five dollars and sixty five cents. So a little bit of upside out there, potentially Um, sector casino cyclical gambling industry. Thirty four hundred full time employees. It says uh, that uh, DraftKings operates digital sports entertainment and gaming company offers multi channel sports betting and gaming technologies. Powering sports and gaming entertainment for operators in 17 countries. All right, and um, it says uh, there's a lot of stuff on here. They got sports books in the United States. Some country uh, kind of data, fantasy sports. This is available in six countries internationally. 15 distinct sports categories. In addition, DraftKings offers market They got a lot of stuff. Uh, It says DraftKings founded 2011 and is headquartered in Boston, Massachusetts. So they've been around for 10 years. They've been around for 10 years out there in Boston. All right, let's show, look under the hood of key statistics. See what's really happening. Oh, baby. Profit margin, a negative 99%. Operating margin, a negative 109%. Ouch, ouch. And it don't have a return on asset. That says NA. Don't have a return on equity. It says NA. Revenue for the 12 months, 1.57 billion, which represents quarterly revenue growth year over year, up 56.6% to the good. And they're at a negative $1.59 billion for EBITDA and they don't have any earnings because they're not profitable yet. Total cash on hand, 1.77 billion relative to total debt of 1.32 billion. So they have enough cash on hand, they can pay off all their debt tomorrow and still have, uh, 45 million dollars, 450 million. Excuse me, 450 million dollars of cash in the bank. So, all their numbers stink, and entering the toilet. The only thing is halfway encouraging is they have a strong cash position relative to their debt. They they have. It's like you. It's like owing. Their cash position is the equivalent of owing 132 thousand dollars on your mortgage, but you got 177 thousand of cash liquid sitting in the bank. Now, the smart thing to do would not be to go pay off your mortgage in cash tomorrow, but you could. That means you're in a pretty strong position, especially if you've got a job and you're, you're, uh, you're getting a pay raise of 56.6% on a quarterly basis year over year. Right. So. Well, you know, year over year for the same quarter is up 56% in revenue, so they're still growing at top line. I've been seeing and hearing more buzz about DraftKings. It could just be a long play, but just, you know, some stocks you date, some stocks you marry. But if it's a rebound potential, this could, be, this could be one of the ones to keep your eyes on because, again, the 52-week high has been $64.58. It's been as high as $64 and as low as $9.77. Right now it's at $18. Bucks. So it's already at some point you could have doubled your money this year, and it's been as high as $64. And it's 18. That's a lot of that's a lot of room out there. So maybe those 60s and 70s and 50s were super overinflated pricing. Maybe it never gets that that high ever again. But is it impossible to think it can go from 18 to 28? Is it 10 points out there for you on a swing trade? Well possibly. Yahoo Finance sees a one-year target of 2565. So so thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Bullish Pigs Podcast with your main man, 100 grand, Kim Blank Sorrell. Until next time, we out. Great meals start with Mount Sinai olive oil. Mount Sinai olive oil is first cold pressed with no added preservatives, which gives it a rich and delicious flavor. No matter what's for dinner, Mount Sinai olive oil is here with the delicious pure oil to pair it with. Shop online at Mount Sinai Olivoil dot